Hey guys, it's Zuhaydi. I'm Jenna. And welcome to Brave in Faith. So this week's episode is about peer pressure and how society views Christians. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So have you had any like throughout high school? Because I know high school is like a time where we feel a lot of peer pressure and stuff. Has there been like a time where like you've like ever felt pressured to do something? Um, I think definitely like small things i guess thing ever it's really too big or like people have tried but i i just never it's not my type of lifestyle like a lot of a lot of kids our age like to go out and party and stuff like that and a lot of people have have tried to convince me to go out but i'd rather sit in my bed with a book than <laughs> go out to a party yeah so, no, I completely get that. Um, I've always, I've always kind of wanted to go to a party, I guess, just to like experience what the vibes about, you know, just, just to say like I've been to one, like not to do like not to like drink or like smoke or smoke or anything. I just want to like go for like the experience and stuff. And people are always like, if you go here and you're gonna end up drinking and you're gonna end up like stuff doing something you're gonna regret. And I don't know. I think it's also the way like, I think there's certain things that you can do as long as you know your limits. And I'm not saying like go drink and go party because that's, I don't like, we don't, I don't condone that, but I'm, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like it's good to just like kind of get the experience of certain things. I, your thoughts on that are? I don't know because I, I, I don't want to be the person that's like always like telling people, Oh, like, don't do this. Don't do that. But like, it's, it's I think about it kind of from, like, a parent's perspective. Right. Like, as, like, I'm my own parent. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I was the mom to my children, like, my future children, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't want them, like, out partying and stuff like yeah. that, knowing mm-hmm. that, like, they could get hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, I don't go out mm-hmm. because, like, I, I don't want to have the feeling of, like, like, you know, like, that feeling that everyone, like, talks about that feels so happy and that like it gives everyone such a high like I don't want that and I think that the reason that I don't want it is because I know that as soon as I fall into that sin as soon as I start to drink and as soon as I start to smoke as long as I start as soon as I start I mean um no longer treating my body as a temple for for the Lord that I I'm gonna start falling into sin way more Right. And I completely, so, yeah. yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, for me, I think it's just like getting like, just like to go to a party. I don't know, just kind of experience it. And like I said, I would never like go drink or do something like that because I'm not about that life. Like, just that's me personally. I know like there's people who like, do that. And like, I'm not like telling people, oh, like you shouldn't do that. But yeah, I see both sides of it. I think it's just kind of like a way. I don't know. I think it's just like the age that we're growing up in and how we should like. I don't know. I think it's just, we see like as such a normal thing that sometimes I'm like, oh, like why can't I do that? But like you said, it does fall into like deeper. You can fall into like deeper stuff and like, like we like I said, I'm like not saying like go drink and go party, but like because I would never personally do that. But I don't know. Yeah, um, I saw a scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Second Timothy verse, um, Second Tim- Second Timothy chapter two. 
verses 3 to 4, and it says, Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ. Soldiers don't get tied up in affairs of, of civilian life, for they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. I saw that verse, and it popped instantly into mind. I like started, I sat down and I thought I thought about it and I was like okay, so it's basically saying because of our faith because we're soldiers of Christ because we are God's children that we are gonna want we're gonna want to go at a party we're going to want and go have sex before marriage we're gonna want to go out and live a fun life. You know, you can't get tied up in that because you're not going to be able to please anyone and you're not going to be able to please yourself. If that makes any sense. No, it does, because I don't know. I said this in the, I believe I said this in our first episode and it's a verse from First Corinthians 620 it says, for we were bought with a price, let our bodies be glorified in Christ. And so I, I keep this one of my favorite verses now, just because it says that like. God paid so much for us, and I'm literally repeating what I said the first episode, but I think it ties into this message as well, but that we were bought, like, we were, paid, like, God did so much for our lives, so that, like, I think we should always treat ourselves with respect and treat ourselves with love, you know, because nowadays it's so easy to get caught up in talking negative about ourselves and just, like, if we don't look good someday or we don't like the way we look, we're so easy to be like, oh, I don't like the way I look today, and I don't like this and this and we're so quick to want to change things about ourselves yeah totally and um i don't think society helps with that society has a way of shaping things has a way of dividing people in such an immense way that it's it's just crazy you know like i i i don't know how many times i've sat in my room and have and I've sat there and I've thought like I wish I was prettier like I wish that I didn't look like this and it's because I stopped seeing myself as God's child and I started seeing myself as what society thought of me and so I think that kind of plays hand in hand with peer pressure because at school, everyone's going to want to look like mm-hmm. the popular girl. I'm not even going to lie. I've wanted to mm-hmm. look like the popular girl. Am I popular? No. I only <laughs> have, like, two friends. Let's not get into that right now because I'm not ready. I'm not That's ready That's a subject for another episode. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just the fact that, like, society can shape us to want to be a specific way. And I guess people don't really see that that's peer pressure yeah and I completely I do agree with that because um as we get older and as society changes because society is never going to be the same and as things change and certain things in our lives change and certain things in in society change society we tend to develop with society what they think and what we think is right and what we we tend to believe that what society is saying is right. So, like, if society says we need to be a size zero, well, obviously, what do you think we're going to try to do? Be a size zero. And I think it all goes back to, like, valuing yourselves and valuing what God says about you and says that you're perfect the way you are and he made you in his image and he created you to be this perfect, not this perfect person, but to be, and he, like, to be who you are and that he loves you no matter what and that shouldn't change. Society 
has a lot of tricks up its sleeve. And in this phrase, I'm referring to society as the enemy. The enemy has tricks. And he's going to tell you that it, you'll be fine. Like, just fall into the sin. Like, you'll be fun. Like, it'll be fun. Like, you're going to have a great time. And then you sin. And then after you sin, you're there and you want to repent for your sin. And you want to go back and run back to God's grace. But he's going to stand there. He's going to say, oh, you already messed up. Like, you're not good enough for God anymore. And that's how the enemy works. It's something as simple as making you fall into sin. And then you end up sinning. And then he tells you that you're not good enough for God. You know? like. That's absolutely crazy. And seeing the enemy work through one person always ends up causing a ripple. As soon as one person in your life starts doing a specific thing, and whether that be something good or whether that be something bad, it always it causes a chain reaction. And that's how ideas get. All of that, what you said, it kind of does, it does tie into a sense of peer pressure because even like let's go let's put it like in a high school setting when it comes to drinking and doing drugs people are like come on just do it it's just one time like nothing's gonna happen to you. like just do it you know and it's like come on like just nothing's gonna like you'll be fine like it's just one time like you're fine like nothing's gonna happen but you don't know that like you don't know how your body's gonna react and if you do like you do that you just fall into like this constant like it's okay like i already did it once it's fine and it's just a constant thing and like you said if someone does something good or bad, you pick up on what they do and you start acting and doing what they do. And it's not always a good thing because it can negatively impact your life. And sometimes it is a good thing and sometimes it's not. And it just... Going off of that, like, I can see that in the way, at least at school, the way that things happen. It seems nowadays, like, I haven't been on Snap for, like, a solid, like, two, three weeks. So I don't know if people still do this. But I'm I'm pretty sure they still do. You, it's it it's come to the point where every single Snapchat story is someone selling drugs, or like someone saying, "Oh, this is the address for the party," and then it just it causes a ripple. Like one person starts selling the drug, and now every other person is selling it, and you're like, "How did this happen?" You know, like how did someone get pressured? into trying the drug first, deciding that they want it fully and deeply, and then start selling it so that they could pay off the debt. Like, that's that's such a weird thing to think about. Like, it all started with one person, and then that person pressured another person, and it just kept on going. Yeah, and it's scary because you don't know what could happen. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is that you're falling into all this pressure because pressure and temptation do go hand in hand and you're falling into all this peer pressure of what people think you should do and like what society says you should do and all like all of this and it's just like constant downhill fall and you don't know when it's going to stop and it could go on forever and ever and sometimes you realize and sometimes you catch yourself but sometimes you don't know when you're going to be able to catch yourself and you get lost in all of that and you get lost in the wanting to feel this high as you referred it to like wanting to feel like this really high feeling and you're gonna it's like a constant you're gonna want to feel like a constant need to always have it you said something that i really liked and it was that temptation and peer pressure go hand in hand 
that <laughs> was so powerful not even lie and mm-hmm. i wanted to elaborate on it so you might be tempted to do stuff i've been tempted to do stuff like there's days where i don't want to read the word because i don't feel like it and then people start texting me and they're like hey like you should try like do this instead of doing that and then i end up doing it and then i end up not reading my word and then i end up not like not in a good place like i like just don't i don't feel good you know and then that's when i started to see the idea of peer pressure and temptation because i don't think it clicked until right now when you said that like i didn't realize that that happened until it connect like until like i connected Mm -hmm. the dots right now when you said it which was like super like wow to me because like i don't think people realize that they're peer pressure yeah and to them it might not seem like they're doing anything too much to people it might just seem like a suggestion or like a hey like it's fine just do this like nothing's gonna like you'll be fine like whatever but in reality you don't know how it affects the other person like you said because you feel bad and I know when I fall into like temptations too I'm kind of like I feel kind of gross and I'm like why did that like why did that happen and it's so hard to like not believe what people say and this also goes into society it's also hard to believe it's also hard not to believe what people have to say about you and you have to remember that like you are who you are and like no one yes people are gonna have opinions on you but you shouldn't feel pressured to have to conform to their ways and conform to society and you see it a lot now because before you had people just giving into that peer pressure of wanting to look perfect and wanting to have perfect hair wanting to have a perfect body and perfect anything and then but you see it now where it's people are embracing themselves and people are embracing who they are and I think that's such a big change because before like I said you wouldn't see that you would just see people conforming into what we thought society should be like I don't want to say shelter yourself from society I don't want to say don't block society out because sometimes the things that society says is good but other times it's not. Majority of the time, the things that society says that you should do or be is not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your physical health, for your emotional health. It's not good. And you're going to you're gonna want to. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to conform. Trust me. I've been there all the time. All the time. It's. I think it's gotten to the point where when you start changing your viewpoints on certain things you start feeling the hate you start feeling like the world hates you because that's just yeah i completely agree and it you feel i keep, you keep saying this and i feel like this whole episode is gonna be like a repeat of things we keep saying but it's i don't know society is dangerous at times because you want to believe everything they have to say and it's hard not to just be like, okay, you know what, you're right. And it's hard to accept yourself and it's hard to love yourself. And like what you said about your mental health, it does play an impact on your mental health because you start freaking out and you start panicking and you're like, am I doing things wrong? Is there something wrong with me? And that's one thing, like I just said, realizing it came, it brought other thoughts to my head. It's like, um, you ha- you start to wonder, is there something wrong with me? Like, did I do something wrong? 
if that makes sense to you. I see a lot of the times, like, a stigma when it comes down to living a Christian lifestyle and society. There's a big bubble of people who believe specific things about Christianity. And I'm not going to lie to you, within Christianity, I can see division. I can see division in the church. I can see division anywhere that there's Christian people. And whether it be things like the prosperity gospel, or whether it be progressive Christianity, everyone is different. Everyone's going to have different viewpoints. And sometimes you need to step back, watch society do its thing, learn how it plays the game, and then realize, okay, now I know what to do. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to play this specific role in society. Try to brighten up everyone's day. What I was saying has a lot to do with the fact that Society's going to want you to look a certain way, talk a certain way, do certain things. But it's going to tear you down because you're going to try and do all those things that it wants you to do. But you're going to fall short. And that's where I come back to that verse. Second, those verses, I mean, 2 Timothy 2, chapter 3, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Because you're not going to live up to society. You're not going to be able to live up to the expectation that the world has for you. Um, but one thing I didn't want to say before I forget um, is that a lot of people have a certain viewpoint. Oh, you're talking about how certain people have a viewpoint on how Christians act and how they should be. And it's like a lot of people think that we should be perfect. A lot of people think that we have these perfect lives that nothing goes wrong and that we're like who we are. And you all said about how we're all different and how people believe different things. And I completely agree with that because, yes, we all believe in God. And, yes, we do go to church. But we all have these different opinions on certain things and certain things going on in the world. And a lot of people tend to think that we all think the same way and that we all do the same things. And we all act and say and believe all the things that every person believes. And I know for like, and I know a lot of cases that's not the truth, and that's not the way it is. I feel like people look at the word Christian, or they look at the word Christianity, and they think of hate. They think that oh, those people are perfect, and they're just trying to push their religion on anyone and everyone. But we're not perfect. We struggle. I can tell you firsthand. I'm gonna say it right now for everyone hearing this. That's proof right there that a christian isn't perfect a christian is going to go through the same struggles that every other person goes through it doesn't matter whether or not you deal with your mental health or whether or not you deal with a physical disability everyone's going to go through a pain some people's pain might be more apparent and other people's won't be and just because i'm a christian just because i believe that i'm saved by god's grace doesn't mean that I have a better life. I think that's also. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, oh, no, I that think was something it. super important to remember is that yes, we are Christian. Yes, we do believe in God, and we believe everything that He has done for us. But at the end of the day, we each have our own individual struggles, and society decides, or like not society. Well, I guess they do in a way. 
some people in, in society believe that we have a perfect life. Like I keep saying that, but they feel like we have a perfect life and that nothing goes wrong in our life. But they don't feel like we have our own individual struggles. And then when we do, like people make it so apparent that when we do mess up, they will make sure to call us out for it. And that's another thing that it's like they people tend to call you out whenever you do something wrong because they know because of your faith. But yet they never applaud you for when that you do something right. And I think it's like people always people only come at you when you're at your lowest. But what about when you're at your highest? Yeah. And I think that ties in with cancel culture um, because it doesn't matter how many things a good person does. As soon as that person messes up, as soon as that person says one word, whether that be like a slur or whether that be something totally different, everyone starts to cancel that person. I understand that people are hurt by it and I understand that everyone um, struggles with certain things but in the perspective of other people such as atheists or people of other beliefs looking into the Christian church and looking into the body of Christ a lot of them look at us and they think oh those people are so hateful as soon as i sin i feel like so many people start to judge me i saw i saw a tiktok about it the other day when a guy was doing a tiktok and he's christian and he accidentally like said a bad word like he just he it accidentally slipped out of his mouth and the kid the kid didn't realize you're never gonna be right in people's eyes and like you're never gonna be able to like be this perfect human being because like you said people call you out for anything that you do and they'll judge you for any single thing that you do so like there's no way you can be perfect in society but yet society has this whole pressure on you to be perfect or not even like in society but like even in school you have this expectation to get good grades to pass all your classes and to just be the best person you can be to be the top athlete to be the best person in anything you do but yet when you don't but when you don't, like, when you're not that perfect student, people are all so, like, hard to come, like, they're so, like, willing to just tell you everything that you did wrong. But when they tell, but when you do something right and what you do what you're supposed to do, everyone's all like, well, that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. And I think that's so, it all goes back to, like, how we talk to ourselves and how we treat ourselves. And people don't realize, like, how that affects us and how that, like, makes us feel. Because, yes, we are, yes, we do have this expectation. And even ourselves, we all have these standards that we set ourselves to, and we all feel like this pressure to do all of these things. And even when it comes to, like, schoolwork in a day or just things we have to do in a day, we beat ourselves up. When we when we know we have a lot of things to do and we have things to get done, I know that I, like, whenever I know, I, I know when I have a lot of things to do and I don't get them done, I beat myself up and I put a lot of pressure on myself to get these things done. And when I don't, it's like, really, why did you do that? It's like, what it's like, why else, what, what was so important that you couldn't do this or you couldn't do that? Or when even when it comes to reading my Bible, it's like, I, and I, in a way, I do put pressure on myself for doing that because if I know if I don't put some type of like pressure on myself, it's never going to get done. So yes, some pressure is okay, but people tend to take their pressure to another level and just escalates higher from that. And it ends up causing more problems that, need to, that didn't need to be caused. Pressure in some instances is good. In some instances, it's like the constant nagging of your youth group leader saying did you read your word today so haiti are you praying today so haiti like that type of pressure to me it's good because it's like a reminder like it, it 
something inside me like, oh my gosh, I forgot something. Let me go. Let me do it. I will be calm. I will be good for the rest of the day. But then other times it's, I get the pressure. It's, it's the pressure to get a boyfriend. It's the pressure to live for the world. As a Christian, as a child of God, I'm not supposed to live for the world. I'm supposed to live for the king of kings. Kind of what I said, like the pressure of getting a boyfriend, the pressure of living for the world. And also when you have friends who are doing all of these things and who just aren't, who don't have like the same values of you, I guess, like the same values you do, it's hard not to fall into what they're doing. And it's hard not to like put all this pressure on yourself to do what they're doing because you have to like stay grounded to who you are and the person that you want to be because in this crazy journey of high school and whatnot where like it's so easy to get lost in all of this high school drama and get lost in all this wanting to find a boyfriend or like and if you don't have a boyfriend it's like why don't you have a boyfriend you know like is there something wrong with you and then even that one even when it comes to like having boyfriends it's like People are like, oh, it's okay, you don't need a boyfriend. But at the same time, people are like, wait, why don't you have a boyfriend? And it's like, people are never happy. And so it all goes back to, like, the pressure and the peer pressure that people put on you and the way society looks at you and the things that are expected of you. And when you don't fulfill those expectations, it's kind of like, well, get your life in check. I didn't want to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up now. It also, peer pressure doesn't have to do with just the kids at school. Peer pressure has to do also with family members and parents i'm i'm gonna speak in spanish for a little bit because i can and because that's where my mind is going because i'm me um and i'm a bilingual queen and i'm thriving i'm just kidding don't take that seriously sometimes i'll go to my dad's my dad's side of the family and they're they'll they'll sit there and they'll be like mijita no tienes un novio necesitas un novio and I and I'm sitting there like no no quiero un novio estoy bien estoy bien, and it's like an instant shock when I see one side of my family, and they want me to get a boyfriend, and then I see the other side of my family and they're like, you know what, Tahiti, don't get a boyfriend. You're not ready, you know, and I find it so confusing because those are two polar opposite decisions. And you're kind of just stuck in the middle. And it, it kind of reminds you of how society is. Because one side of society wants you to do one thing, and the other side wants you to do a totally different thing. So, yeah, that's my analogy for that. Like you said, you have two different parts of society. Like, I think you explained it really well. Because you do have different parts of society. That one part telling you you're fine the way you are, and then you have another side, and it's like, hey, but, like, yeah, you're fine. This and this. Like, this is okay but this is not. And you're like, well, I don't know what to believe because everyone's telling me different things and you don't know how to react. And that's where I feel like you get lost and you get confused and you get conflicted in what you should do. And I feel like oftentimes that you don't know what to do. You get so confused sometimes that you just kind of fall into what you think you should do. And you're like neither right nor wrong because I mean, there is no right or wrong, but you end up doing what you think you should do. And I feel like oftentimes that's not what you should be doing. And then you just end up getting hurt in that whole process. And yeah, society does have this whole perfect rule, I guess, of what you should be and what you should do with your life. And that's not it. And even when it comes to like jobs and like schoolwork and school ethic, it's like people like even like when it comes to like your jobs, people aren't like happy with what you do because they find it such an unconventional job to have or such an unconventional thing to do. And it's like, wait, why are you doing that? 
when they're such a well, like when you think out of the ordinary, out of the normal, people don't take it as a positive thing. It's supposed to be a positive thing because you're reaching out and doing something that you something creative and just something out of the ordinary to do something but yet people are like why don't you just have a normal thing and why don't you just live a normal life i think i said this in a previous episode and it's would you rather be judged by the world and stand with god or would you rather stand with the world and be judged by wait did i just repeat that i think i did <laughs> would you rather stand with god and be judged by the world or would you rather stand with the world and be judged by god it all comes down to are you gonna live for the world are you gonna live for society are you gonna live according to god's word and according to god's purpose don't get me wrong everyone's gonna mess up i mess up literally on the daily because i am me um and like yeah. you said, like, we are going to mess up and no one's perfect. And as much as you think that like, oh, I didn't mess up today. I'm great. There has to have been one thing that you wish you could have done differently. And you have to remember that, yes, you didn't do things the way you wanted to, but it's also okay because if you don't do things like the way you're supposed to, like you don't do things the way you want to, it's okay because yes, there is more than one way to solve a solution. If it comes to like math problems too. <laughs> I don't mean to bring school into this, but like, there's more than one way to solve issues. There's more than one way to solve problems, and so like, there's not one right way to do it. And people have different ways of thinking. Just because their way of thinking isn't yours, doesn't mean that their way of thinking is wrong either. We just have different ways, and I think that's so amazing how we're able to live in a world, well, in a country where we have opportunities and we have different chances and we have different things that we can do with our lives to switch it up and to just be individuals. I think that's what it comes down to. We're all unique in our own way. And that sounds so like cliche and so basic. It's like, why are you saying that? But it's true because I think we also get lost in that whole mindset that we have to be like everyone else and we have to follow a certain path, but we don't because we were made in, we were made individuals and we were made to be unique and none of us have the same talents. None of us have the same way of doing things. We, none of us have the same passions. I mean, yes, we do to an extent, but the way we were built and the way we were created to do those things are completely different from anybody else's. Are on this planet for a reason. And I feel like I say it, like, every single episode. I always say this, but we were put on this planet, on this earth, to glorify God and to share God's word. And the way that Jenna was saying, you're an individual. You are unique. You are a unique person that was made in the image of God to do the good things that he planned for you. That he, the things that he planned for you and that he knit you for in the womb. To remember that who says you can't do this? Who says you can't do that? Like I said, it's no one's job to judge what you do, but God's like, no, God didn't like give us a profession of judging people and criticizing every mistake or every good thing that they do in our life. I think that's so important. And this episode sounds so repetitive. I feel like it sounds so repetitive in my head about like this whole peer pressure and study thing. Because if you really think about it, every single topic that you think about society, where it comes to society, it comes to peer pressure, it all, and when it comes to like temptation, it all correlates with each other. And each thing has a, each thing connects to each other. I think that's why it sounds so repetitive. And if it doesn't, sorry. But, like, I, there's no, like, other way we can say things. 
because no matter the way you look at it, it's always going to be the same. Any way that you talk about peer pressure, any way that you talk about society, it's going to be the same. There's always a right and there's always a wrong. And there's always a person who says that they're right. And then there's also another person that says that they're right. And I think it's so important to not get confused by what, oh, I think it's also important not to get confused by what you want and what society thinks you want. Because society has a weird way of putting things in your mind that makes you seem like you want that, but you really don't. And it's like, well, I mean, my brain's telling me I should do it, so might as well do it. But I think another important thing when it comes to like temptation, when it comes to peer pressure, and it's going to come to like the way society views you is how is what you're doing going to make you feel in the end? Is it going to satisfy you? Is it going to make you happy? How is it going to make you feel after you do what you do? You don't see in society. They just they tell you, here, do this, but they don't tell you the good, and they don't tell you the repercussions. They're not going to sit there and say, like oh, like, just because you did this, like, you're gonna feel like this, like, you're gonna feel sad, you're gonna feel happy. They don't tell you that. They tell you what you want to hear. And if you're in a place where you feel super tempted, and you feel like you're gonna fall into the sin, and something comes in and pressures you to do so, I all I can say is run to the word. Ask God to open up your eyes and open up your ears so that you can see what he wants you to see while you read. Um, I have been very fortunate to be blessed with such wonderful parents who have always told me that if you're ever in a situation that you don't feel comfortable in and that you need us to go pick you up from wherever you are, I will pick you up and I will call you. And like, like call me and I will pick you up. No questions asked. I think that's so important to like be able to have that trust in people like it doesn't have to be your parents because not everyone has a relationship with their parents but just people have that relationship with someone that you can go to them and be like hey this is happening and I don't feel safe and I don't feel comfortable and going off what you said is that society doesn't tell you or they don't tell you how you're gonna feel like you said they'll only tell you how you want to feel and how like they only tell you what you want to hear and it goes for anything not just like with hearing things but also when you read things or when you do certain things you tend, I know, like, even when it comes to, like, the Bible, we also, like, I know, I know people, like, tend to, like, pick and choose what they want to hear, and they make it seem like, well, or they try to change certain aspects of what it has to say. We pick and choose what we want to hear, and sometimes it's when we're at our worst, when we want to hear the best, but when you open up the word, and when you read, God's telling you, hey, like, you messed up, but you you don't want to hear that. You want to say, you want him to tell you, oh, you're doing good, you're doing good, but in reality, you messed up, and that's what he's conveying through his word. Um, and I know sometimes so, yeah. we also tend to find excuses for our action. Well, I know I do. I tend to find an excuse for, I did, like, for doing what I did. I'm like, oh, well, I did this because this, this, and this. And that's not the way it should work. I feel like we should own up to our mistakes and own up to what we did. Find myself making excuses for certain situations that I'm in. Whether that be lying about, like, a grade or something. Or it be something, like, really, really, like, out there. I genuinely can't think of anything because my life is so boring. Because all I do is sit on my bed, eat read books and do school but yeah um, oh no go ahead like no like that's it like i think it's also important to remember that peer pressure doesn't only come 
from what you see on TV or from like what you hear on the news. It all could also come from like family and friends. And I think it's also important to stick up to those people and tell them that you don't feel comfortable with those situations because if you don't say anything, you're gonna just gonna be stuck in a, a constant feeling of like them wanting you to do things and you'll have to like step back and be like, hey man, I don't feel comfortable with this. And just kind of like tell them how you feel and just explain to them that you don't appreciate how they're making you feel or just appreciate like what they're doing because if you just keep yourself around those people, like you don't know what you could get into. And I'm not saying like, oh, like go dump all your friends because that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm just take like saying like kind of evaluate like how people make you feel and like and if they don't like they don't make you feel like good or like they don't make you feel happy then definitely talk to them about something because that's always something important to do. Make sure that you have people surrounding you who are telling you to do things for your best interest. When I say your best interest, I don't I don't mean for you to go out and have fun. No. It's for having a good connection with God. People who are constantly going to encourage you to read the word and pray and meditate and listen to God's music and worship God. Yeah, and also to like just lift you up and to encourage you and to be that person in your life that that you can go to whenever you have something troubling in your life. Because if you don't, you're going to fall. I'm not saying you are, but I'm just saying that it's easier to fall into worldly things and worldly desires that you don't feel comfortable with.